Yay. Hello again. Yay. Back. Sorry for the sneak preview. Hello, we are Dysler, and we're here as we continue through and wrap up a lot of elements in the Descentium Avernus module. Uh, this is session 98, as we follow down fools as they have traversed through many treacherous elements through hell, found the bleeding citadel, made their way to it, and had a terrible vision of a terrible fateful day back on the material plane. Amara. Yes. You tell us exactly what happened last session. You got it, bud. <laughs> okay, so it starts with me, Rinky, going into search and rescue mode. Um, I did find 12 dead and six survivors. We took the survivors to um, meet up at the- Search and rescue? Where? What? What were you doing? Weren't we in that town? You were searching through like burning buildings and stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Um, we were searching through like a burning town after there was a battle and we were collecting bodies and taking care of people and then taking them to a central location where they were fed. Stead was acting as like a Red Cross representative. Um, then Ego tried to give a speech to kind of bring about some, I don't know, togetherness and support, and he really egoed it. So that went super well. Um, and then, of course, Finn had to do Finn. So he's jumping, flipping, playing the gymnast, tries to trip Ego and fails. Very on brand. Um, and while all of this is going on, Rhea is out fortifying defenses, um, doing the most as she does. And then we have the misfortune of like Valgur and like eight drenches just flying down. And there was only Damon, and there were Knolls, and Yenigu appeared, and we just got our asses kicked and kicked and kicked. And then Ego died, and I didn't realize it. And then when I did, I fucking burst into tears. And it was awesome. And now we're here after defeating Yenigu and Ego's back. And Zariel, we I'm got not... to meet Zariel. Uh, well, that's where we're going to come into. I'm not going to say you defeated Yenigu necessarily, but did you forget something about a mirror? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I was just talking about it, and I'm so sorry. So Ego went and did a mirror spell. I suggested a mirror spell. Ego goes and does the mirror spell, but he doesn't see himself getting any cleaner. He's, like, brushing his hair, really trying to, like, make himself pretty in the mirror, calling on Sune. And... Sune, like, gives him a little raw smile as he's, like, not getting any cleaner. And then he comes back to me and he's like, your brush didn't work. And I'm like, clearly my brush did work, but okay. Um, so I don't think he understands that his goddess did communicate with him, which is kind of a bummer. Don't talk shit about my brush. <laughs> it's yeah. great. To be fair, that's something more we as the players slash audience knows more than necessarily your characters do i think you don't know this but i and amara absolutely do okay well um first rule of how to keep housekeeping does anybody have a point in any inspiration left or has it all been used Mine's I because i'm gonna say we're gonna clean the slate and start over because you finished uh you finished milestone and we're gonna start on the next encounter chapter i guess as we progress forward uh mara for you i drew the five of swords so is that a plus five 
That's uh, a plus five you get to use later down the road. Sick. Thank you. Until I clean the slate once more. And when we finished last session, a very treacherous, perilous, dangerous, many other interesting adjectives, fight with Yengu, the demon prince of gnolls, as he assaulted the small quaint town of Idleglen. And Ego fell. Ego's skull was crushed in, and Yenagu went after the rest of the party. Rhea was left very badly hurt at the end of the fight. But as things seemed dire, elements, the tables turned, and Zariel rode in from up high, bringing light to the battlefield. She struck Yenagu, cast a spell, sent him back to probably the abyss where he once came from so he was sucked through a portal and disappeared from the fight once more he surveyed the battlefield saw Ego and cast resurrection on spell on him bringing Ego back to life his face no longer crushed in though Ego the effects of dying and the spell to bring you back have left you weary as we said before, and you will have a minus four penalty for your, basically the majority of your your rolls, like d20 rolls, and that will go down by one for every long rest you take until it goes away. But here we are at the end of that very harrowing fight. Zariel's there, and she has just brought your companion back to life. You can hear the sounds of horses galloping around and as the flames seem to be in, seem to be dying down around you you can hear the sounds of gnolls falling before swords and lances the cavalry has arrived so to say and i'm hearing weird sounds from somebody it's dad (laughs) (laughs) i I heard he it was i I muted it for him for a little bit and it went away (laughs) okay let me me fix it Mm -hmm. sorry that was fun that was fun i like that Ego, the last thing you remember before you died was the three flail heads coming in, bashing you one by one. The first one knocks you on the ground. Your world goes blurry. You barely notice what's going on until you get look up and just see the flail crushing in your head. Now, as you sort of come to and all your senses return, you see this very tall lady she is wearing silver armor, um, purple robes below her. She has two pairs of large, angelic blue wings. She stands 16 feet tall, it seems, and at her side you can see this brilliant, glowing 
translucent blue great sword that hangs at her hip. Just hovering there. Not held in a scabbard or anything. There's a soft hum that sort of comes from the sword. Uh, her face, alabaster skin, she wears a blindfold and has blue long hair. And there's a faint halo before behind her head. And there's a soft smile. And she turns away from you and addresses the rest of the group. You have fought a most dangerous foe. She says, and you hear in your heads as much as you hear through your ears. It is fortunate that you have come here to do such. This town is no more, but its people are saved in at least the survivors. Does everyone see this? That you're not still dead. It is <sighs> demon turned into a big pretty lady. No, no, this is not that. I blacked out. I like rush over and I'm just like so relieved that I'm like, you know, like when your eyes dart over something that you can't believe, like that's how I am with Ego right now while the conversation is I think it's okay. You were dead. You were real dead. You were no. super duper. No, you were dead. Obviously, dead. the third flail missed. I saw I... your brain on the ground, squished. Your head. Yeah, I'm gonna back Vinky up on this one. Yeah, you were like super a melon, dead. just cracked open. The pretty lady everywhere. brought you back. She saved your life. That's Zariel, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, the one Zarya? I was looking for. Your yeah, these true. You expired. Zario. You're evil. No, not right now. I'm I believe you're still confused from your experience. Thank you for bringing me back if that's indeed what happened it is you might feel actually never mind she wouldn't know that thank you Zara. is there anyone else you have found that needs such aid in this way I can only do a bit more of it but I will help who I can who I fail to save There are some dead within the chapel. I don't know if they could be saved at this point, but we saved as many as we could. I will see to them then in due time. Um, you can hear the riding of horses sort of go out through you. Um, it kind of there's still action that's kind of going on in your peripheries, but then it's kind of existing in this weird nebulous way where like it's like outside of the world you're in but you do hear some amount of horse um, canter come up towards you and you see a small uh, group of knights uh, wearing elterel's colors um 
Rhea, you would like recognize them as the precursor to the Hell Knights. Um, and in fact, uh, several of them, three come forward uh, directly to Zariel as she sort of walks past you to sort of meet up to them. And um, they look partially familiar to you. Um, the one most obvious is looks like Yale, the ghost you met in the Citadel just recently. Um, she's very much alive in this vision. Uh, she still has the same scar over her cheek and eye. And um, as you look towards her, she doesn't say anything, but she kind of gives you a slight wink. And then she returns her attention to Zariel. Uh, you can see two men. One of them looks strikingly like Olin, Theus. Another you don't recognize in this form. But something about this makes you think of Harriman. Okay. And you can see that they're having a conversation amongst themselves in the due time. Is there anything you want to do before Zariel redirects her attention to you? I was just going to mention to Zariel, um, we have all, most of us have experienced uh, severe wounds, though, if you wouldn't mind just helping us with some of this less life-threatening um, damage, that would be wonderful. Um, is there something you want to do before she comes back to you, though? Oh, like, talk amongst ourselves? Yes. Oh, I see. Um, I have a quick what? question. Uh, for John. Yes. You said precursor to the Hell Knights? Weren't they called Hell, Hell Riders? Riders? Okay, I said I just... Hell Riders. Oh, okay. I might have... I meant to say Hell Riders, if I didn't. Gotcha. Cool. They are knights who are the precursor to the Hell Riders. Gotcha. That makes sense. So. Because I just wanted to make sure that was I wasn't like missing a, a thread or something. Rhea knows this for sure. Stead probably knows this to some degree, but the Hell Riders were not formed until this moment. Rhea, you know the stories. This is this is the day Zariel swore that she would make her move to end the Blood War. Do I notice if any of them notice my armor? None of them are paying attention to you in that way. Okay. So, before she comes back, we all are in agreement that that's Yale, Olympias, and Haruman, right? That's exactly what they look like, yes. Yes, yes, I would say so. Are we able to yeah. see Lulu in her large form still? Yes, she is right. following behind uh, Zariel closely. Um, she looks like a giant golden woolly mammoth. Um, Thank you, look, it looks like Lulu's mommy. <laughs> That's Lulu, sweetheart. What? She's big again. Lulu. 
We should go talk to her, see how how she got that big. Mm-hmm. That's rude. So, I, not in this case. She grew. You are calling the kettle black, my dude. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're growing, though. But fucking stop it. Yeah. Lulu is very big. Like, Zariel can stand on top of Lulu. Right? Like, Lulu is relatively as large to a normal elephant as Zariel is to you. Mm-hmm. So Zariel already towers over you. Lulu is like the size of a T-Rex. Is Finn still a T-Rex? I assume Finn let the spell drop. Is my steed still sure. up? Yeah, I'll say that. Your steed is still up. Oh, I thought it died. Um, but Rhea, you are very, very badly damaged. Even though you guys all healed up as part of your leveling up, you technically still have all those points of damage on you. Okay, so yeah, because a part of a long rest, I would get all my hit points back, right? Yeah, but you guys haven't long rested. You just finished a very dangerous encounter. Oh, got it. So we haven't actually, so we haven't actually leveled up then. Well, you guys have leveled up. It's just you don't gain any benefits on for most of your abilities until you take a long rest. Oh, yep. Yeah, sorry. Okay. So you haven't done back spell slots. You haven't healed. Okay. You haven't gained abilities that recharge on rests. Got it. So, which you know, I think that leveling up process resets that. So, sorry about that, but. <laughs> yeah, we we did happen to heal because we leveled. <laughs> right. Okay. I mm-hmm. I thought. So were we not supposed to level until after? No, that's. Long rest? I'm just saying, through the narratively speaking, you guys are just came out of a very so, dangerous and deadly fight. You guys are still got hurt, it. very taxed on your abilities. Got so it, got it. you have had you have not had the chance to take a breather and to rest. That's got all. It. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, if you guys are fine, I'm going to move forward then. Okay. Okay. Um, You can sort of see that the conversation between the four of them um, takes a shift as Zariel sort of steps away, uh, scans out through the horizon, and then she wields her sword in her hand, raises it to the stars, and in a loud, bolsterous voice, vows, I will do everything in my powers to ensure something like this does not happen again. I will take the fight to evil and end it there. She looks to her, the knights that have assembled around her. I beseech you, would you follow me in this charge, in this crusade against the demons, the devils? They are all equals in their sins they commit. This must not be allowed to continue. And you can see that more riders have assembled behind the three. And they start to bang their shields and their swords and their weapons clattering. And there's a um, 
a rally that goes forward, a cheer for them, all crying out in unison. As Zarya um, raises her sword even higher above herself, saying, If you would follow me, we will ride into hell. You will be the Hell Riders. And there's a cheer, and you hear, For glory, for Elturel, for the good of the realms, shouting out throughout the people. And you can sort of see that they start to file in and organize amongst themselves. Um, some of them go out towards the townsfolk um, to help. And um, enjoy it. As your people. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say while you're doing that, Rhea was was joining in, and all okay. that. Just like looking over at Rhea, like eyes full of pride, like my baby. <laughs> She's with her baby. I've never seen Rhea more animated, <laughs> more in her element. For glory! <laughs> wow. wow. Really into it. Mention of El Terrell brings a small tear to Stead's eye. As this all kind of happens, the moment freezes a bit. All action around you ceases, except for Zariel, except for Lulu. You can see all the knights there standing. Um, their actions frozen in the moment and she turns to you to your party and she says Yenagu slaughtered those I swore to protect I can and I will stop him and others like him I might have to give up all I stand for but I could stem the tide and chaos and save many lives from the demonic terrors of the abyss were you in my place would you risk it all to save others? Definitely. That's obviously directed at you. Rhea, you agree? Rhea steps forward, yes. Okay. Rhea. Uh, yes? Rhea, you know how the story ends. What are you doing? She's so stoic. Uh, I'll stand with you, Rhea. I, th I think I, I think you make sense here. I think I think. Though right. though she is blindfolded, you feel her gaze upon all of you equally. She knows we're all gonna follow along, and that we're all gonna help her, and there is no, no reason for us to debate she it. She wants your answers. Oh, well, if they're gonna do it, then I have to do it. You you can answer how you would answer. You don't have to feel, feel peer pressure in this. There are no right answers. The problem is that I already know how this story goes, and I don't really want to watch her turn evil. You don't know that's what this is. Well, isn't this before... This is a memory. 
I guess I'm worried that it, how we engage in the memory is going to change the way things go in real life. Would you risk everything to try to save it all? Yeah, I would. Vicky, help me stand. Okay. I reach my arm down and I pull you up and lean you against me. Sorry. If it cost you everything you are and all you hold dear, would you risk it? You have my hair. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, if he's going, I absolutely have to go. I don't get a choice. Somebody has to keep him alive. That is. Well, Finn and Rhea have stood. We. We go together, don't we? See? Yeah. Are you coming? Define everything. Okay, I feel like you're building this narrative where I'm trying to split the party. I am asking you a question. I'm not trying to break you into two groups like this. Okay, okay it feels like it was... Okay. Right? Like, this isn't like... This is something you guys can disagree on. She is asking you if you would risk everything. Oh, I got the impression she was asking us with the intent for us to, no, like... She's not asking you her. to follow her. She's asking... Okay, you okay. Her. Yeah. If you were given the choice to risk everything to try to save it all, would you? That's what she's asking you. We Does already have, have answer? Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Proof is in the pudding. You could say I've already done that, like, you know? So... So you're still saying yes? Yeah, I am. I'm still okay. saying yes. Zabalba, you wanted to ask something? Oh, no, I was just making a joke more than anything. Okay. Um, I wanted to clarify because I felt like yeah, that's what you were taking like. it in the wrong direction. <laughs> I, Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if it was a better time... Like, I might consider it. I just, you know, two ships in the night. I don't think this is a good time for me. I'm, I'm going to say no. I've got other stuff to take care of right now. I'll do respect to you, Miss Angel, ma'am. Stead. Uh, that is a good question. I've done everything that I can to fight for El Terrell, and I continue to do so at the behest of Shanti and these good people. Um, but yes, I I will continue to fight. I, I would give everything. It's not a question of if you would give everything. It's a question of if you would risk everything. Well, I, I believe that I have. I believe the reason I've been brought here is, is to do just that. To risk it all to to feel life again and, and, and to know, you know, salvation. I, I just have to keep going. Binky, why is Zabalba dissenting? I've That's just... That's the name of the show. You have all spoken true to yourself. Not descending. descending. Oh, well. Close enough. 
Got other stuff going on. It is not an easy thing to ask one of. And it is one that one really never knows the true depths of the question until they are forced to deal with the consequences of it. We all do good in our own ways. Um, she glides over each one of you and with the tip of her sword she basically taps each of you as long as you, none of you oppose it in a very kind of like in a knightly way she goes with the light and blessing of Lathander, go forth and do what you will in the name of good. Um, for each of you who said yes, you will have a charm of vitality. For each of you who said no, you will have a charm of restoration. Um, charms. One time use items. Basically. I will tell you exactly what a charm does. In a moment. This was coming up and I should have had a bookmark. I think restoration has something to do with long. with like exhaustion or something. And a restoration That spell. would make sense. Charm. It's like a greater restoration or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so charms are not items. They are an intangible blessing mm -hmm. that you may use. A charm is a minor supernatural gift which can be received in a very large variety of ways. Uh, some charms can only be used once and others may be used a specific number of times before vanishing. So this charm is intangible to you. It is something just, it is a light you carry in yourself until you expend it. Um, the charm of the first one I said was the charm of vitality. Uh, this charm allows you to give yourself the benefit of a potion of vitality as an action. Once you do so, the charm vanishes from you. And then the charm of restoration has six charges. You can use an action to expend some of its charges to cast one of the following spells. Four charges is greater restoration, and two charges is lesser restoration. And a potion. Potion Vitality is drinking this potion removes any exhaustion you are suffering, cures any disease or poison affecting you, and maximizes the effect of any hit dice you spend to regain hit points within the next 24 hours. Personally, or in general? Yourself. Okay. So only regaining your own hit point. Okay, okay. It says you can use this charm to give yourself the potion of vitality. Yeah. Charm. And if any, um, if you just make a note that it's page 228 in the DMG, 
So I have to quickly reference it later because we forget. That's the page I need to go to. As Zariel bestows the last of these supernatural gifts to you, she floats away from the group for a moment, turns one last time, and says, We shall ride. And white light engulfs all of your visions as the world around you fades away. As the bright light begins to dim, you find yourselves once more before the dais at the Bleeding Citadel. Atop the dais sits the Sword of Zariel, as you had found it before. You see, you stand before the dais atop which glows the sword. You bef also before you are Lulu and the ghostly warrior yell. The Holy Font is the first to speak, and she says... I remember everything now. Idleglen was the last straw. After that, we followed Zariel to Avernus. But the evil there was too much. Asmodeus appeared and promised Zariel infernal legions to end the blood war. But she had to give in to the Lord of the Nine Hells and swear fealtily. She accepted and became the Archdevil we now know. But, Meniel, we took her sword before that happened hoping we might redeem her someday. We stole away the sword. I gave up my magic, my memories. Yell gave her life. We instructed this citadel to keep the sword safe until such a time. Yell speaks up, she says. You have faced many trials here to find the sword. And I'm sorry to say, you will potentially have to face one more. As the inscription on the dais says, the hero who comes one with this blade will exist no more. Will one of you wield this sword? What will you do with it now? Raya. Is it possible that we could convince Zariel to wield it again? Lulu enthusiastically says, yes, yes, it, it may be. It, it will not it will not be so easy as to just give her the sword but if if we can convince her that she can come back to the light that she is worthy of serving the light once more and the sword agrees and they join in unison once more the sword will ascend her to being a servant of the light again When did you take the sword from Zariel? Before she became Archdevil, or did she have it while she was Archdevil? We took it before, when Asmodeus appeared and conversed with her. When he told her, when he gave her, when he gave her his offering and told her the... Sorry, I'm bad with words in the moment. When, when he explained what was be expected of her, we took the moment 
and we saw our opportunity, we took the sword and ran. This sword is the last part of Zariel that is still her former self, so to say. What do you think, Yale? I know many of us may fault Zariel for her folly, for her attempts at doing what she did. I... I have been here for a very long time. I would be happy if we move forward with this. I don't know if you want me to say something along the lines of I would forgive Zariel for her deeds. I would not, but if the choices were Zariel to remain in the stasis in stasis as she is right now, or for her to change and become servant of light once more, I would have her grow and be better once more. Isn't that the answer to all of this? Everything that's happened? Yeah. To get Zariel back? Yeah, that's what I thought. Long term, that was the goal. I just thought we'd have to lose somebody first. Hey, Dad, I think you're muted, by the way. Uh, oh, <laughs> now I heard you. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I saw you talking, but I didn't hear anything, so... Yeah, I think it was because we have both of them talking at the same time. If if one of us wields this, can then Zeriel wield it as well? Is that or does that does like the sword have an owner? The sword has no true owner. It is its own being. And I do not know if the sword would choose to ascend Zariel once more if it has ascended somebody else. But the sword would not ascend somebody you did not find worthy. You could take the sword and it would may not ascend you. I, I, I'll take up the sword. What if it won't ascend Zariel, though? Like, if you do? That's the only thing I'm worried about. Yeah. Well, it, it seems to be the only way. I mean, there there isn't... We've, we've reached this point. I, I remember seeing this when I first came to. I had images, and I know it's a lot, but uh, I've already I've already lost a lot. Oh, Sted, no, don't leave us. Oh, well, I don't know if I'll leave. I, I just... I, I don't know of any other path that we might take. What if I took it out? Thank I'm you. evil. You, I'm you evil. You have, yeah, and the sword probably won't select you. Stead yeah. rushing. Would you take up the sword to wield it or to carry it? I, I believe I would carry the sword as I, I'm not one to wield weapons. Um, I, I still have a sickle on me for what I used to do. And I, I, I'm not much of a fighter, though I've been fighting a lot since I got here, so. Um, I would carry it. 
but not to wield it against others. So will Stud step forward and take the sword? The rest of you? I mean, if that's what Stud wants, that's what I'm here for. I I don't see any other way. We have, we have fought valiantly to this point, and we've been offered great gifts, and I I don't know. I, I feel like this is a moment that I have to, to step up and do something, because... I'm obviously here for a reason, so I this why not this? Yeah. this. Whatever our path is forward, this sword is central to it. Mm. I, right. yeah. if, I don't know if you all agree with me that or think that like redeeming Zariel is the way. I hope it's the way. But yeah. As Zariel has proven, we are not infallible, despite everything. And I would not be here if it was not for the rest of you. I cannot claim authority on this decision. I can only offer you my insight and my advice on this. So while this is all, all going on, Rhea is going to drop to her knees and internally just try to like reach out to Torm and ask him what she should do in this moment what he thinks she should do. Should she take up the sword or should she allow Stead to carry it? She's gonna offer herself as a vessel for the sword if it's something that he feels like is the right decision. Give me a religion check with advantage. Dad, you turn can, up your crisper. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, you can use your wisdom modifier on this check instead of your intelligence modifier. Is that better? Uh, wisdom is a plus one, intelligence is zero, so yeah. It's, it's so an 18. So it'd be a 19, yeah. Or an 18. 18, 18 yeah. So it should be on. I don't know why it's not canceling. Echo. I don't know. I could just hear mom really well. So. Yeah, you're just called. Nice. Okay, back to role playing. Sorry. <laughs> In a. Do you. Rhea prays the Torm often, you would say? You muted yourself. Yeah. I said, yeah, fairly often. She definitely, I mean, over the over the course of the adventure, anytime she felt challenged in a situation, I feel like she's reached out to him. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say you're not used to getting a response. That's pretty normal. I think the only time you've ever had a connection was when you had your vision before you left for a candle keep when you left Baldur's Gate before and you swore up your oath to be a paladin and to be a knight. 
So it's a bit surprising when you hear a strong baritone voice. Gentle, but strong. Um, say to you. Rhea. I have been through trials that cost me greatly and I have given it all to save people but those were people I gladly sacrificed myself to save people who still had much before them and you Rhea you have much you can still do in your life But it is not my choice to make, but yours. As long as you serve as a shield for me, as long as you do good, I will always be proud of you. Then that's it. Stead, you're going to walk forward? I will. Okay. As you approach the dais, um, as I bring up the shield, you can see that there is a large stone at the center of it that the sword has been plunged into. There is a aura that kind of surrounds the sword. It shimmers, it's bright blue. As you get closer, it is definitely the sword that you saw in visions that you didn't quite understand back in the day. It is enormous compared to you. This is a great sword for a great being. There would be no way I could wield it if I wanted to, but I, I can carry it. Um, You will reach up to touch the sword? Yeah. It is a very tall reach for you to get there, but the moment warps and you find your hand on the sword. And I would like everyone except Ryan to mute and deafen yourselves for a moment. Um, Amara, are you still there? deafen yourself you don't get to hear this okay what does stead expect when he touches the sword um stead expects a, a rush of energy uh maybe a flash of light uh perhaps uh a, a dissolving of the world around him of of his time in hell He's been wanting to leave hell this entire time, and this whole ordeal has basically... He's hes wondered whether or not he's going to live or die from this, or if he's just meant to be tormented in hell, but he he's expecting to, to be released of this place. What does Stead hope the sword will do for the group? 
uh, he hopes that he it will restore them to the the living plane and and pull them from um, pull them along with Elturel more than anything. Stead wants Elturel uh, reinstated to the land of the living or risen back from from Avernus. But the sword is just a tool. How do you expect to use it? For my question, how do you think Zariel will factor into this? What does Stead take of Lulu's notion, for example, to use the sword to redeem Zariel to ascend her once more? Um, I'd assume that at some point, once the sword is taken up, Zariel will probably come to look for the the next bearer wherever they are, uh, and I I don't know if whether or not Zariel can be redeemed. Uh, by the sword, whether that is by by being offered it again or being, I guess, instead, I don't think would understand this, but being slain by it, I don't know. Um, but I think Stead assumes that the the function of the sword and the the transgressions of Zariel, you know, in order to live, something has to change. Like the sword either has to be returned or kept from or destroyed in some way like he's unsure of exactly what he has to do and if he has to entreat Chantia to understand better he might but okay he, he's he's hoping the best of this situation given that we've been put in a awkward situation but he's firm in his commitment to do so and does stead believe zariel is beyond the chance of a redemption do you believe that is she does not deserve the chance to redeem herself to serve good once more do you believe she should be trapped here forever to serve as such no stead stead is as a redeemed being himself does believe in redemption and lulu's words kind of heartened him to that in knowing that you know redemption is available to everyone that seeks it or that is found worthy of it i'd suppose if the sword called to you and asked you to take up as its bearer, how would Stead feel about that? Um, Stead might feel uh, unworthy because, again, Stead is not does not see him as himself as a as a wielder of such a weapon, as a warrior, so to so to speak. He he feels that he is more uh, a vessel of of greater import as he's been. You know, he's been changed by Shantia, or at least challenged by her spirit to to go forth and to try and, you know, redeem himself to live his life once more, even in, you know, what is hell. He I don't believe that he could take up uh, a weapon as a tool of might or as a tool of, you know, uh, I guess, justice, like to dispense justice. He's not a justice dispenser like he doesn't condemn people and kill like he's doing this only to survive and to bring up the people of Elturel. um how does stead feel about the question of losing himself to the sword losing your identity um that, that scares him is that something that doesn't stead at this point is not afraid because he has been tasked with being himself or being somebody different already. 
so far. Like it's he's not in a place that he would ever find himself. He has been basically charged with taking on a lot of the unknown. And so this is his just the next step in that. Like he finds himself available to that to avail himself to this ever changing thrall because he doesn't know where he's heading next. And really, if he loses himself, he doesn't feel like he has anything to lose. He's been gifted another chance in this place to live. And even then, like if this is the next chance he has to live a different life, then he, he takes it. Okay. But he doesn't feel he's right for the sword. He, he feels like he, he's doing this for the right reasons. He feels like mm -hmm. to be called to the sword, to pick it up, he will, he will do what it, it commands or do what he can, uh, when he is charged. Okay. And I guess my final question before I sort of get to this. Mm -hmm. Rhea is probably one of the more obvious choices as someone to bear the sword amongst your group to you. Yeah. How do you feel about that in so far the way of Rhea giving herself up in that way? Because how Stead is older, yes? Yeah. Yes. Rhea is still very young, probably mm -hmm. more so to your perspective. And while Rhea's probably given up a fair amount in this fight already, yeah. Rhea would be giving up herself. Right. So do you is that yeah, as I said, how does Stead feel about that? I think Stead believes that Rhea serves a greater purpose to the people that she leads and the people of Elturel. Whereas Stead is just a nobody who lived there. And he's already seen her redeemed and, you know, suffered. Unfortunately, she's lost an eye, but she is younger and she's still alive. I, so he he might see a paternal sort of uh, protection. Like, I can do this. Like, she can be their leader. The question is, you understand that Rhea would be lost if she took up the sword. Yes. There would be no more. Right. How does Stead feel about that? Do you feel, do you, is that not something you feel would be a loss or do you think that would be a loss? I think it would be a loss if, uh, Rhea lost herself to the sword. If she was to, to lose who she is again, Stead feels more like a, a blank canvas than he does like a fully formed individual. Whereas Rhea has connections with the world in which she lives to you know either go to or to continue so ultimately you would hope that Rhea does not have to take up the sword right yes okay. when you touch the sword your world sort of fades away from you and you are given two visions that happen concurrently at first they're happening one by one and you see yourself your group you have come before zariel as she is the archdevil of avernus and you have talked to her and you have presented the sword to her and you can see she takes the sword by the pommel and considers it and in this moment your vision splits into two as you sort of witness both of them in one time. In one vision, 
She grasps the sword tightly. It cracks, fractures down the edge, and shatters. You understand in that instant, that is the last good of her gone forever. And there is no going back from that point. The sword will be lost, and Zarya will never ascend again. But in the other moment, you see she takes the sword, and she strongly grasps the pommel. And light washes over her as she raises up to herself. And light basks over her, and you see her form shed away and reborn anew. And that's the where the vision stops. You understand that at that moment is an important crux of what could and can happen. Is there a question you have? How how do we see what what can we do? to see the second vision the one where she reascends what it, what is to be done to meet this end whatever this is it speaks to you without words through vivid images, emotions. It's you are conveyed through feelings more than anything, but you, you understand that Zariel knows who she once was and ultimately it will be her memory of who she once was that will probably be the anchor to bringing her back to that point. And as long as the sword exists and you can bring back those memories of the day when she once was an angel, when she was filled with passion and strength to fight the fight against evil, that that will be the way you think and with that you see that the stone that the sword was in shattered and the sword is in your hands as you hold it there it was massive once it now feels more accommodating to you though still massive by your standards it's still a great sword and i'm going to try to bring everybody back okay. unless you want to ask me any quick clarifications about what i just told you so basically uh if we are to find zariel and we are to uh remind them of their charge their their holy quest that would be the way for them to retake the sword in in their in their original form in their ascended form memory is the key yes got it so 
the rest of you, you see Stead reach for the sword. And as he does, bright blue light kind of from the sword and fills the room. Not to the point where it's painful to look at, but where it obscures the exact moment. As you hear, and next you see the stone that the sword was in is cracked open. It glows faintly blue from where the sword was once embedded in it. But now the sword rests between Ryan or between Stead's hands. It doesn't seem quite so large anymore, but it is still a great sword. And Stead, you carry the sword of Zariel on you now. Nice. Is he still here, Frank? As yes. Stead steps away from the da dais, you hear rumbling come out from around you, from outside of the citadel. And the stained glass windows that surround the edge shine brightly white. The images in the glass faintly are visible. And you hear <laughs> the door only partially open. You see bright white light fill the whole area. And as the rumbling gets bigger, it hits a moment where it just <laughs> you all feel your shelf shake and have to take a moment to catch yourself unless you fall over. But then as quickly as it happened in the moment, it stops. And you just have this sense of ringing as a very large sound just happened. But was weirdly inaudible. And the crack of the door from where you came in, you can now see the sky of Avernus just poking out for the side and the scab walls that surrounded it seem to be no longer there. No more scab. Is, is Yell still there? The ghost of Yell? She still floats there beside Lulu, though her form seems to be dimming. Do we hear Krakatoic anywhere? Give me a perception check with disadvantage. Ooh. <laughs> Your senses are very fried from that moment. Here is the ringing hand. Can I ask Yell if she knows where Krakatoic would be now? Krakatoic. Crocodile, sorry. <sighs> she. I have not much time anymore, it seems. Crocodile, he was trapped here. I. The magic that was keeping this place sealed has been expended. The scab that formed around it has been purged. I think everything in the immediate area has been hit. 
I suppose, in a degree. I do not think this is the end of the demon that you inquire of. But I do not think you will find him an issue in the moment. I have a feeling any demon who could have survived that blast has been flung by it. Okay. <sighs> Are we safe? Are we safe inside these walls, or should I don't we... know. I do not know. Okay. Lulu, where do we go next? I'm just thinking we could take a long rest here if we're safe. Because we all are in dire need of one. Wouldn't that attract creatures to the place that's true. for the... That's, that's, that's true. Maybe we should go. I'm also thinking we have a window at the moment that would you know, keep us safe from all the demons if they got bursted out of here or away from here we're as safe as we're ever going to be in hell right now yeah may as well use this to get to our vehicle as quickly as possible in my opinion okay so are you uh how are you feeling i feel fine but I do feel like we are going to find Zariel at some point soon. Oh, that's a relief. Um, and when we do, I suggest that we all keep in mind who Zariel was before they were cast down here or before they were brought back. Is Zariel after us, do you think? I don't that... know. I saw two visions, but one of which um, definitely, definitely would be to entreat Zariel as best we can to remember their former selves. Anything that you can muster, any memory, even Lulu can try and help us, but um, I fear that for the best outcome for all of us and for uh, uh, what's going to happen is going to be to make sure they know. Well, we have Rhea, and Lulu remembers everything. Is there any particular, like, etiquette or, um, you know, dialogue that we should be using with Zariel? Like, I know that you're supposed to, like, bow to royalty and stuff. I mean, if it comes to that, then maybe, but otherwise, um, we we must keep in mind and, and remind Zariel of their oath of, of what they once were and that they can be redeemed and that they should be redeemed. But that's all. I mean, if, if we want to continue from here through the crack in the wall, we can, but I, I fear that um, having lifted the sword and now carrying it, uh, it, 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 it puts us on a course for this eventuality so we should probably go yeah no the magic that kept the citadel safe and expended now that the sword has been removed this place is no longer hidden and it will no longer repel the demons and the devils okay that's what that's what i needed to hear I do not have answers for the rest of your questions, and I do not know if I have much time left anymore. Reasonable. Um, Thank you for all of your help. 
Yes, we should have long rested before we picked it up. Yes, we should have. Well, let's go try and find a place that's safe. I've got one. I've got one little bit of magic left to try and camouflage us and. I mean, I think it's still being camouflaged from your previous spell. Hmm? You cast illusionary terrain on where your vehicle is. That's oh, that's right. Yeah. So we I should go back to the vehicle. vehicle. Is my steed still here? No, that's a good question. Nope. Is my specter here? Because it was on this plane of existence, and it didn't follow us into the memory. Well, see, well, funny thing, when you opened the door to the Citadel, it gave off a powerful wave of positive energy, which healed all of you guys, but pretty much destroyed anything that would have been undead. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I think you probably would have, like, noticed that if you'd paid attention to it in the moment, so... But, yeah. I think I kind of, like, was jokey about it last time you asked me the question, right? But Yeah, I thought it just didn't follow us into the memory. I didn't realize that was what happened, but that makes sense now that I think about it. <laughs> um, are we gonna go, then? Says Lulu. Yes. Lulu, can you turn into the big version of you? I spent my magic to make this place. There... I can do a little bit, but I am not what I once was. I respect that. I'm so sorry, Lulu. And... I remember more now. I... Can we walk and talk? Do not go back to Mad Maggie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Easy enough. Lulu, if you can share your memories of Zara with us, that's, that would be uh, very helpful. Extremely. Okay. question what would be the best way for me as a DM to convey that to you would you like accounts like literally, like literally told accounts of Zariel to be used or would you prefer something I kind of say succinctly and say that Lulu tells you of accounts what would work best for you guys Maybe we can ask questions, and then she can answer them, and then that way you don't have to, you know, repeat a bunch of stories. And... Like, well, well, it's just, how do you want to use that if Lou does tell you stuff, is like my question. I think we would use it as ammunition in order well, to convince Ariel to... And this, this would also be sort of like a thing we can digest over time too. Like this mm -hmm. is, you have to like answer me right away. 
right? But like, just sort of like think about like, if you want to use this in the means of a conversation, sort of start thinking about what would be the best things, and then I, Lulu will help you how she can. But I want to sort of let me know how I can help you in this regard too, right? So is how I'm priming it. Um, but yes, if you want to make your way back towards your vehicle, uh, you can easily leave the Bleeding Citadel now. Do you leave out the door that is cracked open? Um, should we look around really quick and just see if there's anything of use to us here besides the sword? Are you doing uh, a thorough inspection, or are you just glancing throughout your, the chamber? Zababa's just making a suggestion. She's not actually taking part in, or, you know, taking initiative. No, I mean, that sounds good. How long would it take to do a thorough one versus a non-thorough well, one? I mean, I'm going to tell you guys right now, This the layout of the Citadel looks incredibly simple. Um, it is a large circular uh, domed off area. And the inner chamber where the dais is located is surrounded by um, a circular row of columns that go up to the top of the dome. That is pretty much it. It raises up in steps as it gets towards the dais. But as you look about, you can see that the outer wall has stained glass images that now that the light have faded are now kind of there's like a red light that's kind of coming out from Avernus which wasn't there before it was just like uh, kind of no light was filtering through it before so it was just the glass and oh the so there's a red light now there's a vague glowy red light but you can kind of sort of see a similar atmosphere coming through the crack of the door that's sort of behind you guys from where you came in. But that's just the normal red glow of Avernus, right? No. Mm, safe to assume, maybe. Obviously, you'd have your answer if you stepped out. So. Right. Um, but from from a very like cursory glance. There does not seem like an obvious place to look if you're trying to look for stuff here. Okay. Good enough for me. Um, should we stealthily approach the door? Uh, I think maybe speed is of the essence right now. I mean, Yell said that anything that would have survived that, any demon that would have survived that blast is far away now. So non-demon things could be there, although we don't come across very many non-fiendish folks. I mean, I really okay. appreciate your uh, you wanting true. to That's keep us safe. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah, I think we should go then. Before we head out, is everybody feeling at least like they could survive a blow to the head? Maybe it's very like specific, one. but That's sure. I've been sensitive. Oh, <laughs> right. 
On a scale of no blows to the head to Ego's death, how are you feeling? Emotionally, not great, but physically, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, same. Rather wobbly. I mean, Rhea's still got, like, fresh blood running down her side. <laughs> She's fine. Uh, so... You might have a concussion. Nah. Rhea needs okay. healed. Can't she use her lay on hands on herself? No, you used all of it to bring Vinky back up in the fight. Thank uh, you. Okay. Vinky went down really hard, and you rushed over to her, and you pumped her full of healing. Does Rhea need um, healing more than anyone? Um, can I um, level two cure wounds? Stud, do Rhea? you have any healing available right now? Sure. Yes, I can. Who, who, what, who's in need? What is in need? I think everybody needs an amount of healing at this point. Okay, I right. don't need it. And I'm, not, and I'm not even sure what my hit point level is because when I leveled up, it went all the way back. You were at 33 yeah. hit points. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mine. Mine went all the way back when I leveled yeah. up. I don't know you what I was I'm pretty high. Um, Vinky, you are at like 30 hit points. Oh, that's way different than 108. <laughs> okay, everyone gather around. Gather around. Being resurrected just puts me at one, right, John? Uh, I think resurrection might actually put you at full. Oh, at full. I okay. oh, I you did say, say that, I think, yeah. Feel healthy, but still wobbly. Been there. All its hit points. I was hoping you could carry me to the car, I think. Well, I could probably manage that. Or at least I can help lean you. On you. Thanks, dude. Lean on <laughs> your really back. It's with all your hit points, so. Does um, Ray have any spell slots left? You know. I think you used your last spell slot to cast your stud or your your steed. Cast <laughs> my steed. Cast so. my steed. Your stead. Same thing, I assume, with um, my harness divine power. Well, because she has two now because she leveled up, but I, but she didn't level up yet, right? Well, Technically, you haven't gained your stuff from leveling up yet. So, yes. Okay, got it. So then, did she use all her her? Uh, Harness Divine Power. I think she did use it last... Actually, the time before, to be honest. You were tapped out. Yeah. You came into that fight, like, you used... You had a lot of your stuff already spent. You finished that fight, you spent the rest of your stuff. Okay. So, like, you're quite tapped out. Okay. So, what is the group going to do? Are you going to... Well, what were the results of healing? Uh, mass healing word only did 13 points of damage, but anybody else that needs top up, I have healing kits to top them the rest of the way. I think Rhea just needs it now, right? Because... Ah. Oh, Winky does too, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, question. If somebody previously asked you to do something and we finally got to that moment... Would you want me to, or would you not want me to remind you of it? I would think remind. I'll take yeah. a refresher, yeah. 
I believe Olintheus had a request of you guys when you met Yell. Mm -hmm. oh. oh, really? What was it? When you Feels a little late for now. After. Yell's ghost is still visible. Okay. I'm getting there. It was um, after you released Kocheski. You returned to Olin. And then he told you. Or he gave you the means to find the Bleeding Citadel. Right. Are you just waiting for me to maybe find it in my notes? Well, I want to give you the chance to find it if you do have it. It would have been around session 89 or 90. I think, okay. or 91 potentially. I'm 91. in 91 right now. I didn't. I, I. I. 91 is when I wrote you reached the bleeding citadel, so it was before that. So, I think I don't know if you reached the bleeding citadel at the end of that session, but you can start counting backwards from 91, I guess. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh! Therosword, he wants us to speak with dead if we find her dead body. No, I think I just wrote that down. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I was like, that's a good idea. I'm sorry. So I've got we're headed back to Crypt. I love how I write down the most ridiculous shit and then like I miss big things. I do the same thing. <laughs> Yell is a writer that flew with Lulu, they escaped but were haunted by an old demon prince that enlisted a great demon lord after his weaponry. They put a protective shield around the weaponry. Scout like an infection. Okay. I can tell you. Yeah, just tell me. Okay. Um, Olin's personal request was when you see him to give him her love or give give her his love. Yell. Oh, okay. I didn't write that. It was a down. Very minor request, but it was something he did ask you. So I don't know how you want to relay that. I don't deserve the relaying of that message. Someone else do it. Well, it's up to you to interpret that. I guess I guess Rhea will step forward and say, Yell, one last thing before you go. Olentheus wanted us to send you his love. Aww. <laughs> uh, there's a soft smile on her face and she says, I know. Good luck, and may the may Lathander watch over you, show you the way, may Tom guide your hand. And the last of her ghost fades away. Dang. Damper. That was kind of romantic, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sand. We're like 
sparks flying when we saw them in the memory? Were they like into each other? I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have noticed either. <laughs> I need to know that lore. No shit, babe. Hey, go take notes. That's your, that's how you're gonna win Vinky over by fading away as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. <sighs> Been there, done that. Jesus fucking Christ! No, no, no and completely no. disappear it's from gonna be a, no. World. It's gonna be an old for me, bud. <laughs> it's gonna be an old for me, bud. That was good. That was good. It's gonna be the no. The no. I like the no. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh jeez. Jeez, eh? <laughs> what are you doing now? We're headed to the vehicle. Uh, but someone- people still need healing. Yeah, I'm still looking real bad, but- So, 13 points of dam uh, damage healed so far in a wave around me. So that's to everybody. So pick that up, and then I'm gonna use two uses of a healing kit, and if that's not enough, we're gonna use more magic. Okay. Uh, you are better using your magic before your healing kit. What's that? You are better spending your magic before your healing kit, I think, most of the time. That's true. Because your magic comes back, your healing kit doesn't. Yeah. So, so Don't I... life clerics do, like, max max healing or something at a certain point? That's a good question. Right now, it's just... Yeah. Oh, no, that's not till 17th level, yeah, so that's a bit of, that's a bit far away. Yeah, I think I'm thinking grave clerics. If you're down, if you're unconscious, they do max healing. I can also offer this if it becomes necessary. Oh. That's cool. And I have charges on my bracelet. I can heal with if necessary. So we're gonna we're gonna throw this at Binky. There we go. Hey, thank you. It's a good one. And then it was Rhea that also needed it. Yeah, Rhea is um hurting. The <laughs> dice look look like corn. It's wheat. You fool. They have the juice. It's very yellow. I'm gonna do a cure wounds on myself. Alright, and that's 23 to Let's just ignore that top number, my bad. Well, I was going to say, you can re-roll it if, if you'd like, with my empowered healing. I think those are both pretty good rolls, right? Just let me know, because it costs me a point. It's only one dice, so... Oh. That's not too bad. I don't Wait, know. no, any number. Never mind, I'm wrong. Let me just uncheck some things. If you re-roll it, do you have to take the second roll, or can you choose? Second roll. Okay. I'm gonna keep it, because I'm too scared. I'm like three quarters of the way there. I'll take it. So how's Rhea looking now? She got 23 points, so what's she at? Like 50-something? 23 plus 13. Yep. I'll give you so, as well. 
Wait, where's the thirteen was... coming from? Oh, right. Never mind. The masculine. If she was a year, she'd be the year I was born. Got it. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay, just give me one second. <laughs> Did you get the I'm shocked no one's putting nice. I was moving okay. my mouse to unmute and say um, nice. If you guys are going through the process of healing, I think Lulu is actually going to help you a little bit. Um, any healing you have spent on Rhea, I'll let you move to somebody else, because Lulu is going to cast Heal on Rhea, which regains 70 hit points, removes blindness, blindness, deafness, and any diseases targeting you. Woo! There you go. Damn. Is that the first heal of the campaign? Yeah. Wow. I fucking love that spell. Yeah, my my six went my six went to Sunbeam, not to heal. Can I have Okay, so then did you have that one for me? Thank you. Well, so I, that's thirty six hit points. That's thirty six hit points. So I'm taking that, that right? Yeah, so you can you can just funnel that to like other people. Except for the healing points that came from um, mass cure wounds. Those Oh that's true. So that, then it's only twenty three. Yeah, so you can shuffle 23 hit points to somebody else. But yeah, um, Luke can do one of those. I've been great. Okay, I'm also perfect. Then I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I think you should. Then that means that we could all take a couple blows to the head. She's good. Sorry. Keeping us protected. I, I don't remember it. I think we all do very vividly. I think it very much happened. Okay, Ego, with the 11, all the way, I'm feeling my best. Ego, you're definitely going to have nightmares about it. It just all went black, that's all. Indeed, twice I told you, very clearly saw the mace come to your face. And then everything went black. I'm very woozy. <laughs> Keep airing it, it's not going to emerge someplace else. <laughs> okay. That never so, happens. Never. Are we going to move forward then? Yes. Okay. As you approach the large double doors that have cracked open to allow you to get in, and sort of close slightly back after you. You can see that the scab is gone. Um, there is still the swampy blood mess that surrounds the scab, but you can see that elements of the, of the scab have been flung out in all directions in this gross radius. And far off from where you guys are, um, about a hundred feet away. Is that how close to a mile is that? I'm very feet? far away. Very far. Well, not in close a mile. What? Yeah. Feet. Well, like it's like one. Yeah, I was gonna say like. Sorry, how much is a mile? Like, like about five thousand six hundred twenty-eight feet, I think, or something like that. Okay, so it's about a fifth of a mile away from you guys. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't know Miles, so that's why I'm asking. <laughs> um, you can see that there is what looks to be a large creature. Very mm -hmm. large. It's very clear, even though it's so far away from you. Um, that looks like this wheezing mudfish with these little legs off the side, kind of like <laughs> you can hear it's like wheeze breathing. Um, it looks scorched and you can smell um, burnt flesh as whatever was the powerful burst that's blasted everything away from the citadel um, seared it. Um, the citadel is remarkably clean if you look towards it. Um, and there's chunks of the scab in this like thousand uh, foot radius around you um, you will have to make you wade your way through the swamp once more um, but I will allow uh, Vinky to do a survival check to guide you through this to avoid any ill consequence Oof. I mean, it's still 14. <laughs> it's not easy to get through this growth. Jeez. What if I add my five? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna add my five here. Will a 19 do it? Yes. Nice. Sure. Um, with the use of inspiration, uh, will avoid potentially making this situation more dangerous for your group as you go forward through this one. Um, it's definitely um, difficult to traverse through as there's sort of uh, mires of blood that um, sink quite deep in. Um, but there are like occasional elements of where it's large chunks of the scab have landed that are hard enough for you to sort of propel your group forward and you vaguely remember approximately the way you guys came from and you I assume you're going to give yourself a wide berth from the giant creature that I don't know if you want to put a name to it but well um, mudfish isn't that something what cro crocotone supposed to look like oh mud skipper mm. Lee's right that is sort of the description that they were given before hey ego remembered something way to go proud of you ego mm -hmm. yeah you can see the that creature is like over 150 feet in length it is large um, and presumably still quite dangerous, even though in its current wounded state. Um, but you can give yourself a wide berth from it and make your way back towards where you had left your vehicle. Beautiful. Um, who wants to take responsibility for this D100 roll? I'll do it. Why not? Sounds like fun. That seems like a thing to do. Oh, yep. Is that a D100? Yeah. Look at that. I have a yeah. D100 right here. Yeah. Those things are atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> An eight. Hey, that D's I got 
High, high doesn't matter on this one. It's like I got a 94. As you reach your reach back to the spot where your vehicle was, you can see that this area has been splattered from the scab. There are large chunks of the flesh that seem to have reached out all the way out here. And you can see elements of the scab embedded into the wall, seemingly where your hallucinatory terrain is. Wow. It seemed to just sort of clip through the wall. Nice. But you all knowing of the terrain can sort of see the um, slight translucidness of it and you can see that your vehicle has been somewhat buried underneath scab meat disgusting sick that's great that's on that that is most unpleasant yes that do we have really? to dig it out? I mean, you don't have to dig it out. You can just leave it there. Yeah, we don't need a vehicle. <laughs> Come on. Well, so we have to dig it out if we want to drive away. That's what you're saying. Yes. I have a question. Oh, no. Um, is, is the way that the scab is clipping through my hallucinatory terrain does it look obvious like a glitch in a video game or does it make it kind of look like it's blending in with everything else covered in scab good question i think that ultimately comes up to how well somebody inspects it um yeah. to you you can see that's clipping through it so and on top of the fact you guys can see through the scab somewhat because you all understand it's an illusion. That's how hallucinatory mm -hmm. works. Once you understand it's illusion, you it starts to become somewhat translucent and you can see past it. So you can see um, elements of the scab behind the terrain that has sort of fallen on top of. And your vehicle isn't like... It is covered up with huge chunks of scabs it's not like buried buried it's not like somebody dumped a pile of sand on it and it's completely filled over right but mm -hmm. a bunch of scab has fallen onto your vehicle and you will need to clear the debris to get your vehicle out of there so all right how much yes. scab how would ego measure this well like in Feet. Like what size fragment of scab? Um, it obscures the view of your vehicle at this point. You can see that, like, among the rest of sort of the wall where you had like blended in, there's like other chunks of scab, and some of them are quite large. Um, these strips sometimes reach out to 20, 30 feet. Um, they look to be five to eight feet thick in length um, or equally wide, right? Um, they're not all equal, right? Some are large, some are smaller than others, right? And some of them sort of in different shapes. They're not just all strips. Some of them are more like... So there are multiple pieces. Yeah. So with so Rhea, it, it wouldn't help. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
10-foot cube. You might disintegrate the vehicle as well. Yeah. Don't really want that. I was going to say with Raina's experience. I mean, if I had the ability to, I could polymorph someone into a someone who could, you know. If the dig. target is huge or larger, this spell disintegrates a 10-foot cube portion of it. think with the way that vehicles work they are like they're gargantuan but then they're yeah, like they're creatures though but if i'm just he's targeting saying, the scab wouldn't the right, spell only you can, affect the scab yeah that's what it says you can target a object oh okay imagine how it works if you have it i mean hey could at least sort of get a start. On we this. may not get a long rest here. We don't know how much time we have. It does seem like <laughs> he could target the scab. I don't know if he can target all the scab, but it seems like he can target right in the middle, thing. maybe. Yeah, and Split. not obviously he's he's not targeting the vehicle, right? Because he can target what he wants according to the spell description. description hmm. do you want to try to disintegrate a huge chunk of the scab meat that has fallen on your vehicle why don't we try and just move it by hand first okay well Ray is going to say you know I've got experience with this I can I can start chopping away I've been doing doing this for this whole time now yeah Rayo's hacked away quite a bit of scab meat already just to get in I'll have long sort of will travel I'm sorry, Ego. I don't mean to shit in your cereal. I know you really want to use this spell, but... It's okay, Zabal, but I just want to help. Whatever works best. I mean, I don't see how it would hurt. I don't think it would hurt either. I just... I just... I think you would. I like, what if would. we have to fight Zariel and you're going in down a big spell, you know? Haley, Zabulba's barely aware of how much a disintegrate hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Do you want to cast a disintegrate on a chunk of the flesh? It I mean Rhea's the one that's going to be doing all the work. I just thought it could lighten the load for her a bit. Rhea, would you would you prefer I I do? Oh, you know, I think it's fine. Maybe, maybe not waste the spell on it. Okay, okay, that's fine. It's just gonna take a little bit extra time. I just, I can't be of any help physically. Yeah, I mean, you still have your minus four to everything. I'll hold off unless it becomes called for. All right, Zabalba's so gonna go in there and is just gonna try and pick some up. Okay. Um, it, Ray, are you kind of doing the same thing? You're gonna try to drag some oh. away, hack it up, hack it up, drag it off, get to work. Okay. Anybody else gonna contribute to this effort? 
You're muted, Vinky, but I see you saying yes. Stead will help. My bad, yes. I absolutely will. Okay. I'll let both of you make athletics checks with advantage. Okay. Vinky oh, and Rhea. Vinky and Rhea. Unless somebody else wants to do the athletics check in lieu of Zabalba. I have a seven in athletics. I have an eight. Okay. Okay. Oh my word. Okay. Um. Can I yeah. make a normal athletics roll? No. I'm, okay. I'm already letting you guys roll four twenties for this, so. That's true. That's true. I'm about a inspiration that I'm dead. <laughs> it takes you guys a while. Um, but for the combined effort of everybody, you're able to make a reasonable process and start peeling uh, away the flesh away from your vehicle. Um, as you start to expose your vehicle behind the loosenary terrain, thankfully, it doesn't really seem to have seeped into your vehicle in any real way it just sort of landed on top of everything there are like occasional smaller chunks but they're easy enough to remove and you don't think like anything has been stained with the the nastiness that is this um it does smell pretty badly um through a combination of like exposed flesh burnt flesh and parts um but just over half an hour of work is enough to sort of get this, and none of you get exhausted from the process. Um, and your vehicle is free for your use once more. What will you do now? I think we wanted to long rest once we got here, right? I don't know if we should long rest here. I was thinking we should get away from here. There's Crooked Tokes right over there. How far away is he again? Mm, just under a mile away from you guys, maybe? From Vinky's yeah. estimate? Okay. Maybe we should and then, because... I believe the more distance we can put between ourselves and Krokotoic, the sword was his original design. Yeah. He chased us for the sword. That is how he got trapped in it. Right. Okay, let's go. I don't know... Obviously, he is still recovering from the blast, but I would not be surprised if he takes up Chase once more. So, everybody in. Let's go. Go where? That's a good question. Where should we go? Uh, Somewhere safe to long rest. Um, what was that? I said hey, we should go back to see Owen. Oh. Should we try to try to go find Owen Theus again? Do we think that'd be too difficult? I... The sword is no longer shielded, and if we bring the sword to Olin, I... Olin is a known is is an agent of Zariel. And in Olin's current state, I don't believe he could 
What's the word I'm looking for? Theme ignorance. If we brought the sword to him, he would be forced to act on that. Right. He did say something to that effect when we were talking to him about other stuff. So oh. where should we go? Any ideas, Lulu? To Elturel, I suppose. I. That's where we have to bring it. That was the plan, yeah. Okay. I go. believe I... that's where Zariel is currently managing. That's where she's fighting off the demons. Because as... when we were there last time, the demons and the devils were having a fight at the edge of the river Styx. Ultimately, the prize, I guess, was to defend Elturel or to steal it away from the devils. Um, the chains were what were anchoring Elturel to hell. And ultimately, we have to break those chains to release Elturel. There's the companion, which was the means, the mechanism of how Elturel was brought there. I'm not sure what we can do to use or stop the companion but that is some there is a there is something to it if we do get Zariel to help us I believe she can do much but I don't know what that situation will look like in this moment. But I don't know if we have many good places, and we have never been more exposed than we have in this moment. The sword is like a beacon, and many people will see it. I just posted some notes from session 91 um, that is where we were talking about how we could break the chains in case anyone needed a refresher. Um, well, we need to take some sort of a rest soon. Yes. Um, yeah. For our spellcasters, or I fear that we would be going into this battle very unprepared. So yes. perhaps the sooner we can bed down for the night, the better. Use any kind of protective spells we can. Um, wherever we settle down, I, w I have one spell slot left that I can use on hallucinatory terrain. And then... We'll go from there. Yeah, we're gonna have to find a place to rest. So maybe let's try to find some place to rest on the way. Yeah. Yeah. So make haste. Yes. Okay. We're gonna have to cross the river sticks again, huh? <sighs> maybe? You don't know. I mean also like it was floating above the river sticks. True. So theoretically, you don't literally have to cross the river sticks. You just have to fly up to Elturel somehow. True. 
That's easier. Right? Hey, I wonder if disintegrate would work on those chains. Ten foot cube. No, it doesn't work against magic objects. Mm. Those probably are magic. Yeah. You run into other chains that seem to be resistant to somewhat similar spell effects. Mm -hmm. So, like, you tried to shatter the chains that uh, kept Kocheski, and that didn't do anything. So, following that line of reasoning, these chains may be similar in some degree. They are to drag a city from a different plane to hell. So, this is beyond the means of normal like materials as you know it from the material um but let's do a survival check Finky. um you want to do this expediently to get away from crocotoke put as much distance as possible okay um to do so quickly i will ask you to make the check with disadvantage is that okay is that something you want to do, or do you want to sort of just go at a reasonable pace and just sort of get there? Um, normal. Does anybody want to, like, help me out on my survival check? Guts. Yay, that's 1d4. Is this uh, something that's going to be taking place in an hour? This might take you more than an hour. Okay. Vinky, I'd be happy to help keep a lookout for a good spot. Can I cast two uses of enhanced ability for two hours? Does that make sense? If you... You know what? Sure. If you're going to pump multiple spell slots into it, I'll let that happen. Okay, I'll do that. So why don't I... So it'll I... be flat roll then. While you guys are rolling, I should uh, mention that when we were talking to Olympias, the um, the plan A was to give Zariel the sword. Plan B is only if the Zariel, the plan to save Zariel, fails. Doesn't work, right? And that's that's when we would break chains. So, damn. <laughs> I... Fuck. Nice. <laughs> Nice. You get guidance. You get guidance too. Don't no. get that. Yeah. No, what was my guidance? You don't get guidance because guidance only lasts for a minute. Oh, okay, oh right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Out of curiosity, roll a second survival check. I want to see what it would have been with disadvantage. Oh wow! <laughs> 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 Doesn't even matter. Slay queen. Okay. Wow. Um. Yeah. Maybe the urgency of the moment and the fact that you guys dealt with one incredibly dangerous demon and the fresh memory of how that affected some members of your party has made you very focused on this moment, Vinky. And you are very thorough. You have your eyes open for everything and you guide the party forward. You find a very... Um, a very good path and you quickly put distance away between the scab or the remains of the scab the citadel crocotoic and yourselves and through the process of driving for several hours to the point where you guys are all tired from a long day 
just traveling here, walking towards the scab, making your way down the scab, the harrowing fights within and there and after, the memories you witnessed. Now then, you are getting to the point where you need to sit down for the night, or your facility, your approximation of the night. And okay. now would be the time for a long rest, unless you guys try to push it. So, a second survival check? Um, no, I'm going to say that this factored into you trying to find someplace safe. So. Sick. This was right. you getting away and finding someplace safe, right? I love this. Savalba, do you want to cast Real Illusion? I would love to. And I'll obviously be like double sure. And obviously, yes, dome time. <laughs> and like, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what your notes said about the chains, but like, presumably the chains do have to be dealt with in some manner. Like, eventually. They're not just... Right. They are... Like, it's not like if you save Zara, you don't have to get rid of the chains. Like, this no, still have no. to be dealt with in some way, right? No, but what, I think I think the thought is if we save Zara, then she can use her sword to break the chains. She Yes, she for sure may have a means to help you. And she probably understands the situation a lot better than you guys. If right. you can bring her to your side. But can be very it doesn't persuasive. mean she has the right answer either, or an easy answer, right? right? That, that's all I'm saying. So, right. Olin did not know enough to necessarily tell you. He doesn't understand what the chains are doing. True. Okay, but let's do shifts. Zabalba, use your last spell slot to help hide your your hiding location. I'm going to sleep. Finn sets up a hut. Who will take first watch? Who will take second watch? Who will take third? And then who will take fourth? You already know about fourth. Okay. Stead's volunteering for two. Rhea, you're third? Uh, I can only take third. Okay, Zabulba and Vinky are going to take fourth watch. Mm -hmm. And then who wants to take first watch? Then is that going to be both of you or just one of you? Who haven't volunteered? I'll take it. I could help. Okay. Okay. Um, Finn, you finish setting up your dome. As you are within the dome and underneath an illusion of the hallucinatory terrain, you can see the red twilight of Avernus in the sky, dark clouds overhead, occasional crackle of red lightning in the sky once more. It's... You are now in the open air. And you and Ego begin your first watch. If there's anything you want to do, now's the time. And then we can roll for checks. So, uh, so how was almost dying, Ego? You, or, well, you I guess you did as, that. as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. You're part uh, of the club. A brotherhood deepens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now Stead needs to die. Oh, well, I guess then no one could revive him. Yeah, oh, wait. I, I can do that. Oh, right. Well, I don't think he will anyway. I mean, he's probably going to be all powerful and stuff. I don't so. know. I'm worried about him having that thing. 
Uh, it's okay, he knows how to wield a sword, I'm sure. I know, but I don't want to lose any of us. Mm -hmm. did, yeah. Did you... When you died, Finn, mm -hmm. did you... Did you see anything? Do you recall... anything about it? Not really, no. I kind of just... There was blackness. Or do I, came I. Back. I... I'm not sure that anything happened. Mm -hmm. I saw the, the... the weapon of that thing descending toward me, and the next thing I knew... Zariel was standing over me. Is that Which all there is? is? I, yeah, I think that's all that's beyond. beyond I, I would have thought Sune would have greeted me. Or, you know, I would have seen visions of the children that Vinky and I never had. Or something. But I think there was, I think there was nothing. Maybe I just don't recall. Maybe it's going to take some time to get over the trauma, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. Well, yeah, I agree. There was nothing, so... Yes, but you're a heathen. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't believe in it. Well, I wouldn't say... It's not that I don't believe in the gods. It's that I don't care to respect them. Right. Hmm. So. Mm hmm Okay. Well, I mean, that's your... That's your choice. Yeah. I don't know. It's all still so fresh. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, it'll reflect on it. I will. Uh, believe me. I will. I'll have to ask Rhea, too, if, if she saw anything when it happened to her. She's on our club now, too. It's our yes, second. We have two clubs. Yeah? Yeah, we have multiple clubs. Wait. Oh, oh, yeah, it's been a while. Yes. What? She got, she got, she, well, I forgot, you know, she got messed up, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, all of her bodies were kind of just completely destroyed at one point or another. It's great stuff. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You and Rhea have your own club, though, because Stead brought you both back. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Back by Zeriel, but then I died in sort of a vision, didn't I? So I'm kind of in my own club, too. <laughs> to die in a vision club? <laughs> how many how many jackets can we get? That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe we should get Pinch. one jacket for the whole group, and then we could get pins for the different clubs. Oh, that... I do really like that. Like uh, the scouts back home. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. familiar. Oh, you don't know about the scouts? Oh, anyway. <laughs> well. Alright, I'll have to think about what it means that we both seemingly saw nothing. I think it means that there is nothing, but... I can't believe that. I'll talk to Ray about it. Alright. No, no offense. I'm not no discounting offense. your lack of experience there. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think my lack of care for, you know, higher beings kind of makes me not the greatest uh, 
games for it. So I get that. You were, at the time, though, sort of tied to Asmodeus, weren't you? Yeah. You didn't yeah, see anything but... hellish. No. It's kind yeah. of just... It's there, right? There's that. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. me. Well, thanks for talking to me about it, Finn. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you're a good friend. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you, Aegon. I'm glad you're not dead. So, uh... <laughs> That could be very bad. <laughs> I have no idea how much that means to me. <laughs> High bar. High bar. <laughs> well, you are my best man, so. Yes. Oh, yeah. I know. So, very short man. Anyway, yeah, he's probably uh, keep a look. Let's look about, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> bar short enough for Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can both give me a perception check. Ego, you have a minus four. Minus and a four. Four. <laughs> That's a great first roll. <laughs> With the minus four. That's a that your first roll, right? Same That's same. my first roll tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Maybe you guys are too caught up in your own conversation and sort of um, processing sort of what you just went through uh, and how that was for you personally. Or, uh, but yeah, you guys are a bit too focused on too little and not enough. And before you guys really realize it, Groggy Die as the heaviness of the day's toll kind of extracts on you you realize it's now time to get stead to take his watch Finn I'll let you wake him up he, he probably wouldn't enjoy seeing me first thing upon waking yeah no you're I'm, probably right I'm just gonna go snuggle in next to <laughs> think alright hey stead mm, yes hey yes alright fine Alright, Stead's gonna take his watch and he's going to uh, place the sword of Zariel across his lap and he's gonna he's gonna kinda look at it while he stares out into the uh the 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 horrible twilight. Mm-hmm. Um would you have taken any means to like wrap it up and maybe conceal it to some degree? Yeah, he already knows it's a beacon, but he's going to have it wrapped in some gauze that he had mm-hmm. handy. Yeah. You understand that, like, it is still visible to an extent, mm-hmm. beings that can pick up on it, but at least it's not glowing brightly. Right. Although there's still a slight shimmer of a faint blue hum around it, even wrapped. Uh, but instead, you can give me a perception check for your watch. Fourteen. Okay. Um, your shift seems mostly uneventful. Uh, you have returned to the twilight skies that roil over Vernus. It is moody, dark, and ominous. But your two hours pass through. You are very well concealed in this moment and hidden away from the rest of the world, so to seem. 
and you can wake up Rhea for her shift. Rhea, it's time to wake. I'm to stare at this horrible place for longer. You're muted, Al. Thank you. <laughs> they both read in to our stead and Orion. <laughs> so Reyes Ray gets up and pulls her shift gathers herself and does her shift mm-hmm. okay uh, you can give me a perception check question for you, Hal. About Rhea. So, there is the potential to take up the sword. Azariel. And to offend. And, like, I think we outside kind of understand, like, the cost that I sort of attributed to it. Like, um, you would not be yourself anymore. You'd be giving up yourself. Rhea's 16. <laughs> Do you think Rhea kind of understands that? Because, I mean, obviously, like, I have a very different perspective because, like, I'm in my 30s, and you have a very different perspective because you have kids in right 30s, right? So, right. Like, what? what's your viewpoint on this? Like, because, like, I get the sense, like, my personal take is I feel like that's a very heavy cost for someone so young to sort of give up themselves before they've had a chance to live their life. Right. And I wonder if Rhea understands that. Or if she sees yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think she does. I feel like the way she's been, and the way I've been playing her too, is mm-hmm. she is more for the greater good and more of a, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for when you're young, when you're dumb and you think everything can be fixed. Um, invincible? Not invincible. Ide- there's, ide- there's that word. Idealistic. What's that? Idealistic. idealistic. Yeah. 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 I feel like she feels like, um, yeah, she could be, she could, she, she, it's, well, it's a worthy sacrifice in her, in her mind. Okay. That's why she was reaching out to Torm to get his take on it too, because she's seriously considering it. Okay. Just checking in on that more than anything. Okay. But yeah. yeah. I mean if she had gotten more of a positive affirmation from Torm, she would have done it right then. Do you think the the hesitation to give you a straight up answer kind of has led to more questions with Freya? Like about it herself? Yeah, I think so. Okay. She's, you know, she she feels like it's uh, she has a purpose in life, and this is this is 
our purpose right now. Um, it, you know, it might be the the thing that you put on Earth or put on into the world for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as a lot of these thoughts sort of go through Rhea's mind to whatever degree she dwells on them, because me asking questions doesn't necessarily mean this is what's on her head, but I'm sure a lot of things are on Rhea's mind as you have accomplished a momentous goal. You have done something that you have worked so long for now at this point. You've lost track of time. You don't know if you've been here for a month even, or if it's been longer than that. I do as a DM, but you guys don't. You've lost track of time at this point. And... But damn, you are guys. You guys are close. You know that. And nothing seems to avail you over your two-hour shift. And you can wake up your group for the next. Which would be... Uh, yoga pair. <laughs> it's yoga hey time. <laughs> Go get some sleeves, sweetheart. Do some Pilates this time. I don't know how to do Pilates. Um, so, just push your mind and think. Yes. Sorry. Nope, it's hypervigilant yoga time. <laughs> so, how do you two spend your shift? And then whenever you're done, you can give me a roll. I honestly think that this time it would be a good time to just collect our thoughts. It's been a bit of a lot since the last time we slept. It has been. I don't know if I even have the capacity to reflect on a fraction of it at the moment. I feel like I should just stuff it deeper so that I can deal with it later. Just gonna take that and just like tuck it down. Let it be a stomach ache. Yeah. yeah feel that. Mm-hmm. Literally. Well, if that perception would check. You can both give me a perception check as you do your watch. Oh! And your watch seems relatively uneventful. Bad weather up in the above you. Occasional crackle of red lightning in the black clouds. Ominous red sky. And you with your thoughts. As a very heavy day has passed by. And with that, you guys have completed a long rest. You can recharge your item charges and gain back all your abilities and get back your hit dice and heal up. God. <laughs> I was like, very, very stressful long rest. <laughs> so, what will you do now? Do we want to take a quick. Well, I guess it's 9.30. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe, like, we chart out what is your next goal and your plan of attack for that, and then we'll pick up from there. So, what will you guys do? I mean, how do we know what direction to take? That's up to you, baby doll. 
Well, yeah, but I need a general direction to start from. I can't just be like spinning around with a dowsing rod like this is the direction to solve the mystery. Is that how you always do it? No. No, I know it seems like that, but no. No. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, do we know I mean, how do you normally tell which way to go? You know we need to, where we need we to go. We usually have a clue. Do we know where we're headed next? Aren't we headed back to, uh, Elturel? Yes, that's the, that's the plan. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Elturel mm -hmm. is the goal, I think. Yes. Um, in the past, Vinky has had something to guide her in the way. I think the only thing that can really guide you is if you could see Elturel and the river sticks, because you know it's floating over the river sticks. So follow the river sticks until we arrive. And also in the past, you guys have used fly to help scout your environments. That's true. That's so. true. How do we? So we can to... fly up and scout around. Sure. How do we intend to draw Zeriel out? Oh, they they know. I. So Zeriel will find us. I, I I think that may be more of a problem for us that she finds us than us trying to find her. Um. Especially if we land on Altero with the sword. But hopefully we can use that to our advantage if... And... How... We can see Lulu is like a bit hesitant. Am I alone in wanting to redeem Zariel? No, I think it's the right no. thing to do. Definitely not. I think ultimately it's the best thing to do. Okay. You, yeah, she kind of lightens up after you guys kind of affirm that. Okay. Then, yes, if we can... If we can bring the sword to Elturel, and if we make it obvious it's there, we brandish it, held it up aloft, maybe made our way to the companion I I imagine Zariel would feel like she'd have to come to us the, the companion has to be important in some way and maybe even just bringing her sword to the companion is enough of a threat that she has to intervene directly yeah but it, just conjecture on my part at this point So, I say we we go. But are we I just sort we of trying to figure out our traveling? That's all threat. Well, no, because we're gonna like fly up and see if we can get a visual on the River Six, right? Yeah. Who wants yes. to go? Oh, well, one sense. of them should definitely be Vinky. Yeah. Oh, yes. Of course. Uh, Vinky, Finn. Me. All right. Rhea. Ooh, you can send three people now. I always could. Oh. Oh. Well, I, 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 I could when I reached fifth level. We're at fifth level spells, but yeah, it, it was two for a while. 
We just leveled up so much, like, for example, I realized that I have been missing out on 2d8 damage every time I use my sword. Which is really fucking annoying because I have Booming Blade now. That's so awesome. You forgot to use it? Well, it's basically like you can use it every time you attack. And uh, it says below, it, the spell's damage increases when you reach certain levels. At 5th, it does an extra 1d8. At 11th, it does an extra 2d8. So I totally forgot about that part. So my bad, guys. I mean, it does say the duration is one round. Yeah. So, it, you just do it, like, every time you would, like, when you go to hit somebody. Like, if I was rolling to do my normal hit with my sword, that would just get tacked on there. In one round, right? This isn't, like, a permanent bonus. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I know. It, it, it was just. Though, so she, you can cast it every every round. Every attack. No. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Well, no, it costs you an action to cast it. That's what that's what she's saying. Every single round, it would, should, would just replace her attack. I think the only problem about that is you wouldn't get your extra attack. Yeah, you'd only be making one attack because you're not making your multi attack. You're just making the attack with the booming mm -hmm. bolt. Well, actually, it does. Mm -hmm. You brandish the weapon used in the spell and make a melee attack with it against one creature within five feet of you. It, yeah, you're just making. The, part is the, the weird part is the target suffers the weapon's normal attacks, normal effects, which make me think it would you would get extra attack. But you're you're making an attack for a spell. Mm -hmm. You're not using your you're not using your your ability to attack, right? Yeah, it says you can. You can attack with your packed weapon twice instead of once whenever you action. take the attack action on your turn. Yeah, but you're so. not making the attack action. You're attacking through yeah. a spell, right? Like you're, right. you're taking the spell. So I guess that's not really worth it. Nope. But it does still... No. It's cool, though. If you only can attack once... Well, you can only attack once for some reason. It's not that bad, but... Yeah. Well, it does more damage if they're running away. Like, it would be worth it if they're running away because it would do an extra 5d8 damage if I landed. I mean, it's also a cantrip. So, you have Eldritch Blast, which is arguably, like, the best cantrip in the game. For, like, True. pure damage, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, I don't even know why I started talking about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, we were talking about uh, what we're going to do, right? Yeah, so we can fly on three of you, which was Vinky, yeah. Finn, and Rhea? Rhea, yeah. Okay. Um, this is purely a sight-based challenge. Rhea has disadvantage on those. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll do stead then. Okay. Stead instead. Sorry, this Rhea. This is survival for me, right? Yeah, I mean, she can... I'm just saying, like, you... She knows that she's not suited well for trying to eagle-eye up there, so... It's probably for the best. Can anyone, you know, bump up their eyesight to, so we make the most of this? Guidance. I mean, fly is a 10-minute spell, so guidance probably won't work. I'll give us all advantage. If you look within the first minute, 
I'm getting casting enhancing. <laughs> True. If you're like, all right, I'm going up down. I think enhanced ability is the right spell for this. Yeah. Um. So you want to? What level are you casting this at? Fourth. Fourth. Okay. So you're going to affect all three of you. Uh-huh. And uh, I assume it's wisdom. Yes. Okay. That will give Vinky advantage on her survival and perception check. Uh, so Ooh. three of you can go up. I'm going to keep an eye out around us. Can I just go ahead and roll the survival? And... Much yet. Okay. All three of you can give me perception checks. Advantage. Advantage. So you have one more roll in you. I'm gonna squeeze it out. Oh! Nice. Damn. Yeah. Of course, Valid. I took that dump. It looks like one of those nice. That uh, sword's pretty heavy. It's distracting. I'm like a Riz, beacon Riz, in the sky. I don't like this. Uh, Riz, like, they should have sent me. <laughs> you guys spend the several minutes extending up in the sky to a reasonable height about half a mile up um, it gives you easy sight to see the wastes of Avernus before you uh, you see crags occasional ruined buildings battlements scars from battles and as you do the 316 you scan all around you uh, Vinky, you spy out what looks to be elements of something like the river sticks. You see a flowing, maybe not flowing, it's kind of still standing, but you see what looks to be maybe a large lake. And poking out from that, you see that looks like a familiar tower. A familiar black tower you guys may have visited once before. The bird poking there. You have a feeling that if you follow the lake at least, it might take you back to the river sticks in the least. Okay. But you also see that the tower is there. So. You know a way towards both of those points. Okay. Then... I'm ready to come down and navigate. You can give me a survival check at this point. With advantage because of the eagle's spawn. Or uh, Lyle's wisdom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you reasonably kind of lock that to your memory. Like, a, as you sort of start looking down, looking through the, the area between that and yourself. Um... And you can come down and relay that to the rest of your group as you want. Rest of my group. Relay. Nice. Oh, interesting. Mordenkainen's tower, huh? Yep, that's the one. I was just thinking about him. Do you think about him every time you pee? <laughs> now I will. So... We've got a plan. God damn it. <laughs> so, do we do? So, what do you guys want to do with that information then? That trail up. that we blaze. 
Yeah, we're gonna go that direction. Is this where we're gonna leave off then, is before we start traveling? Sure. So, do you guys want to visit Morricane's Tower or try? I... Maybe he could give us some advice. I would like yeah. to visit him, because I never got to talk to him, so... Well, yeah, he could give us advice, we could trade with him, uh... I could yeah, reach out and see if he's home, home, if you want. I'm sure he would love that. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love if we just popped him. I, I love when Nego sends messages. Without consent. So, what? <laughs> you, can, you can tell I go yes or no. Sorry, I'm distracted. There's like two fires have popped up in our town in the last like 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. We've been still having fires up here, too. Oh, I bet. Well, yeah, I saw it. Even you're in seasonable warmth. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Uh, I think it's a pretty good likelihood that we're going to stop at Mordenkainen's, um, yeah. just for prepping info, um, and because we've got money to spend if we want to. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. We have six soul coins, we've got 200 and- we have a total of 4,479. Uh, monies. That's a reasonable amount. That we just have on us. And then, uh, yeah, we've got... So we might want to pick up some more diamonds if he'll let us uh, buy that for him. I don't know. He's not, I, he's not like, a salesperson, right? But, but I would imagine... Tower, not a merchant. Yeah. But he might have some stuff. True, 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 true. Yeah. You might have stuff. We can also, I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea if Ego uh, um, sends him a message to let him know we're coming. So maybe it's not such a hassle to get up to, to the tower this time. Oh, that's a good idea. Love it. Because um, just remember, whatever we say, there is a chance that Zariel may hear the message too. True. So, do not see anything obvious about the sword. We do not need more attention drawn to us. I We're in that. the area. No. no. We would like no, to can't. come calling. Keep it very high society. I can do that. Generic. Just tell him that we want to see him. And we'd like not to have to wait in a super long line behind some angry demons again. Can we? Mm -hmm. Would you be okay if we wrote a script for you, Ego? Sure. I, love I mean, this. I like that idea, Lulu. Yeah, Lulu. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. I could, yes, that's fine. I understand. Guys, guys, you know he's gonna go off script. Come on, <laughs> like, there's no way he's gonna follow that script. Wait. I don't know. 
Freya, you know. Come on. <laughs> I think if he loves us, he won't go off strip. Oh, that's a way to get him, though. Uh, yeah, that was smart. Way to go, Zabulba. <laughs> you know I love you, Zabulba. You don't need me to prove it. Oh, never mind. But we can prove it to each other every day as a group that we love each other through little little things, right? That's what adds up the most. It's the little things. I like that. Yeah, it's... Yes. Uh, so Baba's lang- love language is acts of service, so... That checks out. And this I is always like, love that when Ginger made me breakfast. <laughs> what was that, Lulu? And this is like a big little thing. So it's extra important, right? I can do it. You can all trust me. Lulu believes you. John is sus. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lulu. I I just remembered, you you were really big. I was very big. Do you remember how to do that? We already talked about this. It's a question of remember. I cannot anymore. Okay. I spent much of myself to keep the sword safe. Okay. And a lot's happened, and I don't know. Maybe one day I'll be of the same standing as I once was. And I hope I'll be with Zariel when that comes. But no, I spent so much of myself to keep the sword protected that. It was a sacrifice I was happy I made. Yeah. But I I can do little now. Yeah. And I lost I mentioned this before, but please do not go back to Mad Maggie. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. When I when I first was lost and wandering the people who first found me were Chalk and Clonk, and they bathed me in the river Styx and wrote away all my memories at that point. And they took me to Mad Maggie, and Mag Maggie gave me to Zariel. Before Zariel deemed at some point I was no longer worth holding on to. I... I am very certain she works for Zariel. And... She may know much about us already as a consequence. I cannot stress. We should not go back there, especially with the sword. I never liked her. I mean, I'm going to listen to you. So, look, if you can all trust me. I can do this. I can mess with you, kind of. No, they sold me to Mahadi, and Mahadi turned me over to Zarya. Oh, sorry, Lulu, I didn't know you were still going. Sorry, there's a lot of memories that are being sorted through. I know Mahadi was in that process, too. I changed through so many hands before. So he's wicked as well? Mahadi? Was that a question? 
no, because I didn't trust him either, and everyone I... made fun of me. I mean, he's a he's a devil. He's a rakshasa. He, I don't think anybody trusted him at the surface level. Ego. I knew we but... shouldn't eat his food. You were just hungry. I was quite a hungry boy at that time. I was. I don't think Mahadi works for Zariel in the same way that Maggie did. I think Mahadi is more of a free agent than that, but he's still an agent of hell. Ultimately, he's going to serve Asmodeus. And... This... I don't feel like I need to explain why that's not a good thing, right? Um, but, I'm, I'm sorry, I did not mean to interrupt what you were saying in the moment. No, please. The do script. It. What did we want to say to Morn Canaan? Oh, I was just saying, I, I believe I can handle it if you can all trust me. I still think I, I would struggle with it on the spot. I still think we should make a script. Well, ultimately we want to ask a lot of him in a very clear, succinct way, right? Like, we want to let him know can we come and how would we do that and if he's available I wasn't there last time I talked to him but you mentioned before that he's not always here if his tower is here now will we even reach him in time good question right. either way we have to go that route to get closer to Alterall right so we see him we see him yeah, either way. So maybe wait to send a message until we're close. Mm hmm I mean, ultimately, the message, if we send it now, we might know if we will have the opportunity to talk to him. Um, I think he, you know it's going to take you at least a day's travel to reach the okay. light. At okay. least a day. Maybe so. two. Depends on how well you travel, I suppose. And if he's elsewhere, if we message him now, it could give him time to finish his business and get back in time to see us. Fair. I'll leave it up to y'all. I mean, I, I think we should ask him if if he's available, A, if he's available, and B, if he's willing to see us, and, and C, can he make it... Uh, the possible visit um, expedient in terms of getting in. Worth a shot. Maybe we should uh, think it over. I know I shouldn't say that because we never do. I know, I'm just tired. <laughs> well, I don't think we want to yeah, take over either, because I think John wants to repair. So. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go that there. direction either way. Why don't we leave it on the table? Like, we could. But if he's gone, he's gone. Well, well I kind of like what Hal was saying. I think ultimately this message will sort of determine that. Mm -hmm. Okay, well then send the message if you want to send the message. message. Yeah. Just don't mention anything about the sword. 
You can trust me. Okay. I hope so. I trust you. Let's see how long it lasts. <sighs> Mordenkainen, Ego Erlentree here. We need to see you urgently, immediately. Matter of great importance. Can we get to you? What do I have left? Five more. Post haste. That's actually one word. It's hyphenated. And you're out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was really funny. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so it would have been post haste. That's actually that's one. one word. <laughs> post haste. That's actually one word. Okay. Oh right. I just I thought I was like perfect. How well that sings. That was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Um. Shortly after you send your message, you hear a familiar, gravelly, disgruntled voice ring in and goes, Who is this? What are you interrupting me? There's a slight pause and he goes, I'm just fucking with you. Um, <laughs> I assume you're saying this because you're close by. Uh, if you're in here by your next few days, I can maybe... That's where the message cuts off because he's out. Well, he's his usual irascible self. Uh, he um, says if we're there in the, next, in the next few days, he could see us. Okay. Well, how Let's long make do a you date. think it will take us to get there, I think. Way less time than that. Two days stops. Okay. Stay next few days. Within the next few days would be quite advantageous. We can be there in a day or two. Okay. I guess. I mean, you have to pay for your ride over to Sticks. That's not on me. He's not going to reimburse us for any tolls incurred. I mean, that makes. They sense. don't validate parking. Okay, we can get, we can get <laughs> yeah, across. Yeah. Other means, so when we get there, yeah. But he says we'll have to get across the Sticks. So I'm assuming he he already knows where we are. Well, he's uh, kind of a bit of a lake of hmm. the Sticks, right? Oh, yes, right, right, right. You had but to, like, pay a, a ferryman to get over before. He is amenable to seeing us within the next day or two. Beautiful. Sounds good. One more message. When no. we... What? Who said no? Do we need to send another message? One more. When we get there, we really need to see you immediately. 
Can we gain immediate access to your tower without waiting in line? I think it's a fast pass. Look, kid. I have many things to attend to. You get here when you get here, and I'll see what I can do. Don't push your luck. All right, well, he says, we get there when we get there, and he'll see what he can do. He called me kid. Rude. It's okay. He's entitled to, you know, I mean, he's... got a few millennials on you guys. I think, maybe. How did I do, everyone? You did awesome. That was very good. Fantastic. She pats you on the head with her trunk. It goes beaming. <laughs> High five. <laughs> okay, and I think with that, we are just on the top of the hour almost. Uh, we have a direction forward. You guys seem to have found your way into maybe one more meeting with Mordenkainen before whatever happens next. Uh, we will be back next week with a full party, hopefully, for session 99 of the of Avernus, as we follow it up. Who now have the Sword of Zariel! Uh, that's <laughs> wild, actually. Wow. I got the blade. Got it. I gotta carry it. You guys have been looking for that for, like, since... Ever. Like forty session forty or something. We got the sword. Like of what? What was that in real time? You know, like. Oh well, I don't know when we actually got it, but. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, you guys, your characters don't know this, but you guys have been here for over two months. Damn. Wow. It's, it's been, been a while on the material plane. But um, yeah, we'll be back. Next week, we'll descend in Vernus. Later this week, we're hopefully doing Call of Cthulhu, right, Lee? Yay. We should be on Wednesday. I and love that game. We do not have Silent 3 this Friday, right? Right. No. But, hey, surprise, we'll be doing a second play, second session for Fallout 1 playthrough. So, mm-hmm. anyone who wants to watch that can watch me and Lee play through Fallout 1. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we started that last Friday, right? Was the first session. So, yeah, it was fun. That's cool. Killed a lot of rats. Yeah, I bet. I remember (laughs) that. Big scorpions. Rat scorpions too. That game came out uh, my birth year, ninety six, I believe, or ninety seven. Ninety seven. What a year! What a year! Very good year. It's a kindergartner in 97. Nice. All right. Now it's weird to see. Anyway. Goodbye, Internet. Good night, Internet. See you at 99.